0: And now, the world-famous Lunatic Radio Show. show for the third time i'll explain that in a minute for your folks listening on podcast focusing live hello welcome to the lunatic radio show i'm kieran no tj the mayor today although tj the mayor was here but he has plans and he had to leave that's how things work uh we started trying to do this show a little while ago if you're listening on podcast this makes no sense but uh we tried to do the show a little while ago uh, about a half hour to go, and uh, the the audio was fucking up, so uh, it wasn't working, and we got delayed and blah, 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 and TJ had to be somewhere, so on a time restraint. So I'm here solo, hanging out with you, on a uh, Friday night, Christ almighty, it is the LR Show, I'm Kieran, I've been doing this for 18 years, it probably doesn't seem like it. All the technical issues and... Like, caramba. It's hard to do... Uh, anybody who is a um, stand-up comedian, radio person... When you do a live thing and there's technical glitches... I can't tell you how enraging it is uh, when that happens. But here I am live, talking to you folks. I got bags underneath my eyes. I'm stressed out. And it's all because... It's all for naught. Because there's two people watching this damn thing And it's just me talking about nothing Uh, If you want to follow us on the uh, the Social medias At Lunatic Radio One word At Lunatic Radio Is the thing Across the board Twitter, Instagram Follow us there Live number to call in 718-690-9290 If you want to call into the radio program And talk to me live Because I am here Fucking talking to you folks It'll be fun if you just call in uh, a lot to do on today's radio program, not really, just like sit at the top of the show to get people interested. So if I haven't really indicated to you folks that this is going to be a ripper and blast of a show, <sighs> uh, fucking I I don't know what, what else you need. Uh, yeah, I believe uh, Sam from Team Left Jab is going to call in, I think. I don't know if he's off schedule now because we had technical glitches and he can't do the show anymore. But I believe he's going to join us via Skype on a, on a call, and he's got some na- announcements. If you don't know who Sam is from Team Left Jab, he's a listener of the radio program I do a twice a month call in to his network, and Sam and I talk about whatever's happening in the world. Uh, it started out as a uh, you know just an interview. He wanted to interview me one time, and then uh, uh, you know we figured, eh, let's, you know I'll do a call in every couple weeks, and uh, we'll talk. So I do a call in spot. Do a little call in spot, as they call it in the radio biz, you know? I can just see Rocket at home, my Sunday co host, my original co host. I can see him home uh, watching this fucking debacle in uh, Westchester and just laughing. <laughs> I can see him laughing. And by the way, on Sunday's show, when Rock does the show with me, hopefully he does do the show with me, I am going to do a full entire segment on how Rock went to a Smash Mouth concert. I have to know what the hell that was about. Rock was at a Smash Mouth concert. Bam, 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 bam. You know that fucking bam, 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 bam? That fucking shit. Rock was at a Smash Mouth concert. I gotta know what the hell. I hope Smash Mouth... Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth just just be happening to be playing outside of his office there in Westchester. And he just went outside to get a sandwich and he knows the fucking band playing. I hope he didn't go out of his way to buy tickets and then journey a little bit, to a smash mouth concert. It's hard to say smash mouth. Some reason I can't do this smash mouth fucking word. Uh, Yeah. So, that's happening. Uh, 718-690-9290 if you want to call into the radio program. uh, Sam from Team Lefty. Hopefully he's listening to this and he's going to call in at some point and help me out. Uh, He has a big announcement for about something. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. But apparently over at the Team Left Jab Studios, there in Long Island, he's gonna make some changes. So I don't know if you're a fan of the whatever they do, the, the, whatever they do, uh, the the boxing talk, and you're listening to Team Left Jab. Sam's got an announcement. He's gonna announce it on this monstrous platform that is this radio show. I tell you what, it's li- a lot of people are listening right now. It's you know, in we're, we're almost at five. Almost at five, which is tremendous, you know. Uh, Yeah. Um, I honestly don't even know what to get into. I was so frustrated with the technical glitches we were having tonight before we were doing this radio program. It's, uh, I I don't even, my my mind is scrambled. I don't know. It's fucking insane. This show's been falling to pieces over the last few weeks. I can't get Chris Italia on the phone anymore because his comedy club opened up. I don't even know if he's even coming back to do the LR programming anymore. I don't even know if he is. I haven't got him on the phone. I would imagine he's really busy, but he can send me a text going, hey, I'm in. Hey, I'm out. I don't know. Uh, TJ, yeah, well, TJ's got to go do something with the woman. He had a limited time today, so he's not doing the show. And to be honest with you, the Sunday show with Rock is a crapshoot. I have no idea. I feel like I should just start doing the show myself. I don't know. Figure out a way. Get a hot broad down there every fucking week I do the show. That would be great. Then I'll just fucking do that. Um, I don't know. Radio career. I thought just doing this show alone with somebody else was the bottom. But I think I've hit actually a deeper bottom. I've, I've taken a shovel and I've dug out that, that pit of a radio career. And I dug a little deeper. I'm a little deeper. I, I had the worst radio career in the history of a broadcaster. <laughs> a person that's been doing it for a while. I think it's, it's, it's got to be, it's the worst. I've hit rock bottom. You don't know, want like a drug addict, you know, they, you know, they do drugs for a while. Their drug career is fucking plentiful. And then they hit that rock bottom, you know, and then they start getting better, you know, or something. I I feel like when I hit rock bottom with this, it's just it. It's just gonna get worse, <laughs> and somehow I'll find. And I'm at that point right now. Over the last month or so, the shit is really falling apart. And maybe it's the maybe it's the summer. Uh, you know, we're not. You know, you're not that into it, or whatever. I'm busy, blah blah blah. But I love doing radio. This is my thing. Fucking, I see that. I follow that Gary Vandercheck on the Instagram. He's always telling me, oh, I good fucking do something, you know." Fucking, just keep fucking doing it, man. Hustle, bro. Get out there and hustle, bro. Whatever you find, whatever you're passionate about, and fucking focus in on that each and every day. Fuck it every day, just get out there and fucking do a little bit. Fucking fuck off. I do, you know. I do a little bit of this every day. Think about it every day. Fucking do a little thing every day about the, you know, doing, this is my passion, the radio. And uh, it gets me nowhere. (laughs) It gets fucking nowhere. It's even worse caller you're on the radio program go ahead hey what's up karen how you doing it's sam from team left jab everybody welcome to the welcome to i think this is a show i don't know what this is this is just me talking to myself in my own apartment this is fucking retarded
1: Well, I, I, you know, you sound like you're you're in the dumps over there. So, you know, I almost had to. It's like a wrestling thing. I had to hit the theme music and come out and make the save here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I obviously, if you've ever done anything live,
1: if you ever done anything live, Sam, I've never done anything live because you know the problem with that is that people, you know, they don't call in when they say they're going to call in. They don't show up when they say they're going to show up. So I never really even. Entertain the thought of doing anything live because it would be so stressful, and you know it would just be you know a problem after a problem. So everything I've ever done since day one has been taped. Yeah,
0: that that is probably the way to go, and it's probably why podcasting is literally a taped medium. Really, no one (laughs) really does live things, but when you do it live, and something fucks up, like technical wise, as you're live. I can't tell you how frustrating that is. <laughs> especially when you have yeah. no especially when you have zero help. Like you have no one to help you. It's it's just like I don't know everything everything every thing in front of me becomes like it uh, like it's hieroglyphics. I don't understand it. You know what I mean? I yeah. can't fucking I don't I, I'm seeing yeah, it's just, it's just a nightmare. A nightmare, but uh hello, welcome to the program. I'm, it's your first time on. I'm sorry it's in such a fucking Terrible situation, but uh thank you for calling in because I was gonna fucking die slow death tonight on the radio program.
1: No problem. I I'm starting to wonder am I a jinx to the to your show though? Because you know, there's been other times when I like I tried to call in and it's not always on your end. Sometimes it was on my end and something always seems to go wrong when I'm supposed to be on here, but I guess I'm on now, so maybe you know, this is like that that Drake moment where you know you hope that the jinx is broken, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah.
1: I don't know. I, it, we used to have an old co host,
0: Leroy Jenkins, who always tried to do the show. He always tried to come and do the show, but there was always something that prevented him from coming to do the show like, like, like a storm or a fucking flat tire or, you know, it was just crazy. Yeah. And he, 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 he would just texted me every once in a while and go, I'm the fucking jinx. I shouldn't be, there's something <laughs> preventing me from coming on your show. I, I should yeah. shouldn't be on the air.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it happens so though. Whenever you're dealing with all this technology and you know the internet too, I mean, something always goes wrong. Yeah. So I, and the other thing is, it's funny. Like you're, you're talking about like doing it live. I've actually had people ask me why I don't do it live, and you know, it, 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 you know how many times I've sat there for like an hour waiting for someone to decide to message me back when they're supposed to come on at like two. <laughs> and then, they, you know, they decide to come on at three yeah. or not even come on at all. So I, I don't understand that. You know, I, won't, I don't think I could ever do it live. Yeah.
0: Back in the old days, it was funny when Rock and I did the show in the old days. We had a lot of guests and stuff, and we had a girl that would book for us. Jenny Blowjob used to book for us. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were we used to get cocky because we would set times, and people were just – they were literally professionals. They would call in at the exact time. And then yeah. over the course of a while, they, they, occasionally we get the folk, the person that wouldn't call in on the time we asked. And then Rock and I would just proceed to trash them. We got really yeah. dicky about it. Yeah. <laughs> it is annoying, though. It is. Like, when you have things planned out, because I used to, on those old shows, I used to plan out. I used to have an outline, and Rock had would have an outline and we'd we'd go like the first segment we're talking we're doing this, and then we're going to mention this, and then we're talking about this. this is our chunk we're going to talk about then this person's going to call on at this time and then we're going to go into you know it was like that it was that detailed now it's just i literally I just turned on the microphone and I started talking
1: <laughs> yeah it, and, and you know what pisses me off more than anything, and this is actually one of the reasons i'm I'm making some changes is that you know people act you know people think like only their time is valuable you know they they'll say that they're going to come on and and mm. You know, they don't come on or, or they just, you know, cancel at the last minute. Half the time, they don't even cancel at the last minute. They just don't show up or, right. or they, you know, say, can you do it this time? Or, or they, you know, they, it's amazing. It's like, I understand, you know, your time is valuable, but so is mine, you know, and so is everybody's. And to me, that's just such disrespect. And I, I and sometimes it's like, you know, the more they come on, the more they feel comfortable, the more they dick you over. You know, I guess they feel like they can get away with it, but. Uh, it gets annoying. It should be the other way around. It should be as you, you know, have a, any kind of relationship with someone, someone who's done right by you. You you should you know go out of your way to, you know, ma- not waste their time. Not say, oh, I'm comfortable with this person, so let me just do whatever I want to do. I'll go on later. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I I feel like that too. Um. I, I feel terrible when I when when something fucks up on the show because people are. Like, just, we, we've just before we started this broadcast, and we try. I was here with TJ trying to do the show, and, and folks are in the chat room listening, and they can't hear it. And, like, I feel like I'm wasting their time because we're having technical problems. And obviously none of them came back. They're just on with their Friday nights or whatever they're doing this weekend. But, um, you know, it, it sucks. You know, I never feel yeah. – I have, like, a psychological problem. I devalue myself all the time. <laughs> So I I constantly do it. Like I have I if I ever could afford to go to like a therapist to talk about trying to find myself or some shit like that. Uh, he I guarantee you that therapist who I'm going to pay probably $1000 an hour will tell me exactly what I already know is that I can I, I have a I have a severe um uh, inadequate problem. Like I feel like I'm inadequate about everything in life. Like I'm not good enough for anything. That's what it feels. Yeah,
1: but I yeah. mean, look, it, it, technical issues—you have no control over that. Everybody who does any kind of show, <laughs> you know, has that. I yeah. mean, you press one button and the whole thing goes, you know, haywire. That's happened to everybody. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. And you're not—you're not really letting anybody down by, by, by that happening. I yeah. mean, you have no control over that. Yeah, so, that's right. happened to everybody. By the way,
0: I have uh, Sam from Team Left Jeb is on the the show. It's uh
1: leftjaballday.com is that what it is? It's uh leftjaballnightboxing.com but you can also do leftjaballnight.com and it goes to the site as well. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like you know, it's um it's a boxing site for the most part, but I've like branched out to other things like I do you know a little bit of wrestling and um, we do a little bit of regular sports as well. Mm. Uh, it's been around a while. I started it in 2012 and um, it, it was originally just like a blog you know, just some written articles and stuff, but I really don't like doing that. So I started doing interviews because more people will come on with that. So I, you know, I had like over a thousand interviews so far. I had some, you know, huge box of names come on and, you know, the, the whole, uh, atmosphere has really changed over the years, you know, with the, you know, big networks and everything, starting their own, uh, podcasts and stuff. it's, It's hard to get those same guys on, you know the big the big stars in boxing and stuff like that. So yeah, you know you got to almost adjust to the times and you know over time I've had other hosts come on and stuff like that, and it's
0: fun to do. What you're saying is that like uh, when you started out with your your boxing uh, podcast uh, and blog. Uh, you were kind of just, you know, one guy out there, or one amongst a little bit of people out there doing it, and now it got flooded. Like the market got flooded with boxing podcasts and big. Yeah, I mean,
1: through. I I certainly wasn't only, you know, only one of a few people doing it. There was a lot of people doing it, mm. but it was still kind of new. So, like, you know, you could contact someone like Amir Khan or Deontay Wilder or or anybody like that, and you, you had a chance of at least getting them on. And I've had them on, right. but. You know, as time has gone on and, and, you know, now everybody has a podcast and the problem is like stars have podcasts now and, you know, the promotions have their own podcasts. So those guys go on their own stuff now yeah. and it's kind of hard to get them to come on an independent one like I have. Uh, They still do sometimes, but, you know, you can't really rely on that anymore because it's just hard to get them on, you know, and now the bigger the star, the bigger they become a star, you know, you got to go through, run, you know, jump through hoops and talk yeah. to their manager. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of ass kissing and that's just not something I do. So, you know, I, I've definitely adjusted, you know, what I do, but, um, you know, I was, I guess I should just say, you know, I was lucky enough to get in when I did, you know, where I did have a lot of those interviews and, you know, they're all on my, on my files and everything like that. I talk to a lot of people, you know, a lot of people that I'm, I'm fan of, I'm fans of, you know, wrestling and boxing, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it absolutely is fun. I would imagine, I've never tried, since Rock and I came back from retirement of doing this radio program, the Lunatic Radio Show, I've actually never tried to get a guest. <laughs> I still <Yeah>, can't. Well. <laughs> hey, but, but I would imagine it is harder now because the podcasting is flooded with, Every
1: dick bag with a who can who can afford to buy a microphone, you know dude, what I mean? Dude. So you hit the nail right on the head right there. That's the problem. Is that see it, see like real people who who really put in the work, um, not mm. to pat myself on the back at all, yeah. but you know, I, I started, you know, like I said, with a with a small site, I, I put in the work, I surely spent the money and, you know, made good connections and I didn't kiss ass and I didn't you know, go to these fights on, uh, you know, looking to get in there free with credentials and say, look, I have a site. I get in free. Don't I? Mm. You know, I sat in this. I still to this day never take a credential. I go and I pay for my ticket because I just don't want to be amongst those people. I don't want to be one of them. And there's a lot of ass kissing and there's a, there's a lot. Like you said, anybody could have a podcast. Anybody right. could have a blog. And the thing that really annoys me is that, you know, a, a lot of these people, you know, in, in the sport or around the sport, Accept them, and, and they don't see you know who's fake and who's real. But I mean, you can't you know think for them. It's just you know it's what, a grimy, grimy game. You know what sucks too, and and I feel like maybe this is it's like
0: a popular podcast could still s- suck to high heaven, but yet because they have a lot of like um, likes or, or shares or whatever on the internet or their. They're flooding the internet with content. Um, You know, they become popular. Yet there's no really discernible talent there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it, it, That's that's what kind of annoys me. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I had a point there, but I kind of just lost it halfway through.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're saying though. It's basically anybody you know who's out there. You know, even people with no talent. You know, can somehow make it and, and really leapfrog over people with talent who you know, actually give a crap about what they're doing. You know, yeah. a lot of these people are just hustlers. They're just trying to, you know, they want to start a podcast or they want to do a, a, a site or a writing or something like that just so they could get in the fights free right. or get somewhere free because they're too fucking cheap to spend money on a ticket. Right. And, uh, you know, th- these idiot promoters just basically hand it out, you know, hand these tickets out by by the, the handful. And I don't know. It's, it's like I hate, I absolutely hate, and people are going to, you know, think I, I'm, I'm not just saying it. because I it'd mean, be like, why do you even bother covering it or even watch? I don't cover boxing. I just talk about boxing. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I, I when I go to the boxing fights live, I hate being there. I I don't like being there because it's fun to see it live, but I just look around and I'm like, these aren't my, my kind of people, you know, I'm looking at these dicks that are walking around with credentials, hanging around their necks in there. They're just dirtbags and, and they're losers. A bunch and of, then I look in the crowd, and I, and I see these freaking you know meatheads that are walking around with, you know, dragging their girlfriends to see this, and and their girlfriends don't want to be there, and I'm a bunch of know, Max you know, Kellerman <laughs> wannabes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just I don't like going there. I would rather just watch it on TV, and 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 for the most part, the only reason I've gone to to fights live right. is you know just someone I like on a personal level. You know, I, I've gone to see Paul Malignaggi live a lot. You know, I like him. And I like his corner man, Peter Ferraza, good guy that's come on with me um, since day one. I've gone to see Tommy Renone live. He's a, he's another good guy from Long Island who you know, I like on a personal level, so I go to see him. And there's a couple of guys from Brooklyn that I would go, but I just live so far east, far out east um, on the island that it's just hard for me to get there with work and everything like that. Yeah. But, I don't like going to the fights at all, and, and you know, people used to ask, you know, are you going to be there? And I, I think they realize now that you know, you're not going to see me there. I have no interest. <laughs> but is uh, let me ask
0: you this quick question: Is boxing dying, or is it like just is it a resurgence? Because
1: it's, it's kind of a resurgence. I mean, it's never gonna. It has so many problems because it, it, it seems like it's such a corrupted sport, and, right. and people will argue, but. You know, you got you got two guys out there. They kill they kill themselves for twelve rounds, and then you know one guy's an obvious winner, and then the scorecards are red, and the guy who just got his ass kicked for twelve rounds is the winner because either right. the judges are incompetent. That's a problem. And, yeah, that's a problem. And it's always it's a huge problem. You know, the judges are either incompetent or who knows if they're getting paid off. And you know, you got idiot referees who who don't know how to you know control the action. And can you and imagine? Again, you can know, you imagine being a boxer going twelve rounds with something getting your fucking
0: ass handed to you or you know you're just getting beat up your body's getting destroyed you're you're, you're taking fucking uh punches to your head it's gonna you know pretty much short your life with every blow yeah um right and then some fucking judge at the end of the fight gives it to the other guy even though you you know won on points you, you know you won on points or whatever
1: yeah i can't imagine yeah. going through something like that
0: I mean, and it nuts. happens all
1: the time yeah it happens all the time you know it depends on if they fight in in someone's hometown and you know, who's the more popular boxer who, who does it make more sense for him to win? You know, he might have big fights lined up after this, where the guy who clearly won is maybe just a journeyman or something like that. Right. A, who's the more D-level marketable fighter. guy wins, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. Crazy. It, It's just, a, it, it's a joke. I mean, it's a, I like the sport. I enjoy it. I'm always going to love it, but um, I'm not ignorant to the fact that it, it, it is just a tainted sport. And And, you know, you you see people who, who, you know, they don't see, like, the the bad parts of it and and they they support it, you know, no matter what. That's fine. Mm. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But it's the only sport that, you know, has, you know, issues like this where, I mean, you don't see baseball, you know, or football or even MMA, you know, have issues like this. Only boxing has it. Right. And uh, it sucks because, you know, you go to a fight and, and, you know, even like when I've gone, you know, you go to a fight, and you, you you see your favorite fighter, you know, he fights, he seems like he won, and then the cards are are, are red, and then he lost. And you're like, fuck. I said, the motherfucker not only won, but I just rolled my ass all the way out here from Long Island to see this fucking bullshit, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Crap.
0: All right, so what's the uh, what's the big announcement? You were coming on
1: uh, the LR Friday Night Show to make a big announcement. What is the big yes. announcement? The big announcement is that I am joining you in the gutter, like you were talking about before. You said that. To- <laughs> well, there you go. Bring a bottle of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you said your show is in the gutter. Well, make room because my show is joining you in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm not, you know, one of the, you said it a couple of weeks ago on one of the shows, mm. and, and it just it just hit me right where I needed to be hit. When you said, I don't have guests on anymore because you know what? I don't give a fuck, and I said to myself, <laughs> "You know what? Neither do I." You I know, don't I, I'm care. not gonna. Have- <laughs> I, it's I true. Said, it, yeah, it is true. Yeah, yeah. So, so w- what I'm gonna do, and this is all, all you know, based on you, I'm giving you all the credit for this. Mm. I might even change the site's name to Tieran McCann's Team Left Jab Radio. What right. about
0: that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let me get some get some money out but of it. Yeah. That.
1: So. Yeah. So, what? I, so I'm j- I'm just going to basically, you know, only have people on who I want to have on. I have a, a nice small circle of, of guests who, you know, I have on now already, um, you know, and just do discussions on boxing. But I'm, a, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not going to do the guests anymore. I'm not going to, you know, beg these people to come on and then wait around all day mm. to have some, you know, three and old boxer or, or some young guy or, or some fading boxer or whatever, you know, come on and, you know, the 10 minutes give a lame interview and then put it up. You know, I'm I'm just not going to do that anymore. That's, that's one of the things that, you know, I totally agree with you. You know, you gotta, I'm going to, I want to do, have more of a radio show than just have like an interview show. So, you know, you definitely influenced me with that. Changing up the format. uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, have on people that I want to have on, you know, and, and and you're definitely one of them. That's I want to when I put the mic on from now on, I want to just enjoy who I have on. Yeah. I, I don't want to say, oh, let me get this one over with or, you know, it's just and, right. and, and it was kind of sad today because I, you know, I had like a bunch of shows that, you know, it's basically like simulcast some of them where I would have like some of these other boxing shows on. And, and you know, one of the things if I'm going to do this is I'm just going to basically do my own thing. So hmm. I had to like send the messages out to them, you know, saying that I'm not going to really have them on anymore. It felt like that Godfather scene, you know, where they're <laughs> doing the baptism and, yeah, yeah <laughs> and, you know, basically the hit went out on all of them at the same time. It kind of felt like that, but it had to be done.
0: Yeah, the organization wants to make a change. You had to have that talk with a couple <laughs> people.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, it's yeah. R- it's true though. I mean,
0: uh, it, I remember because Rock and I used to have a lot of. Guests on it was like a weekly thing, and uh, it just became like, man, I just don't care. Like, I don't yeah. care. Uh, not that I don't like the people. I did. There were a lot yeah. of people we had on I liked, and and you know you can go through our roster. I'm not gonna. There's some names in there. There are a lot of names in there. Like people you know today. I'm not gonna fucking say who they are, but you know who they are. They're fun to talk to. But be honest with you, I, don't, I be honest, This is I don't care. Like if you're listening if you're listening to our, like what pisses me off is that if you're listening to our show because some name is on it fuck off Yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen listen to it because you like you know what Rock and I are saying or what TJ and I are saying or what Chris and I are saying I'm not right You know cuz I think I don't know I don't know, maybe I'm fucking a little being a little arrogant because I've done this for a long time I feel like I should be I should be able to garner your your attention on my own. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah, whatever, you know. It, I I think that's why. I and I just don't care because I feel like I think that most of the people that I would interview today, I'm I've been doing kind of the entertainment thing longer than them, so I'm just like I I don't want to hear about your story. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Uh, you're right long, though. You're how right. long you been a comedian? Well, I've been a comedian
1: 3 years. I don't right, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Don't care. No. Yeah, I mean, you're you're totally right, and and you are right. You know, like I'm not saying like all the people that I've had on, I enjoyed all that, but I just feel like it's run its course. You know, I I don't want to do what I was doing in 2014. I don't want to have the right. same interviews, and they seem so repetitive after a while. Right. You know, you're at, how many times? What can you ask a boxer? You know, again and again. You know, you're asking the same questions again and again. a different fight comes up. You see, it's, how is training camp going? Yeah. You know, how is how, how are you going to approach this fight? It's boring after a while, and I'm sure it's boring for them. Yeah. You know, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. I'd rather don't. have people come on and, and and talk about the fights, like like people who know boxing and stuff like that, and we just talk about the fights, not an interview, almost like a discussion. Mm. And at this point. I'm just like you. You've been doing it 20 years. I've been doing it like six, seven, eight years. Mm. About seven years, I say. Um, you get to the point where you feel like you've paid your dues. You've done what you needed to do, and now it's time for you to do only what you want. Right. And I'm you're, sure you feel that way
0: too. You're comfortable enough on microphone, and you've you've studied boxing enough over the years, and you're a fan of it to give. Like your own analysis of whatever is taking place in the boxing world, you know, that that will be unique. And that you can deliver that message and communicate that to your listener better than having some schmuck on and talking about it with some schmuck who just took fucking five left jabs to the head for fucking 12 (laughs) rounds. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean,
0: yeah. Your thoughts alone without any interruption is probably better than you having somebody on it. It's, it's, yeah. I get that. And I, I feel like that sometimes too, you know what I mean? And I've, I've thought about that. Um, you know, I've, I've thought about like, you know, I need, you know, obviously rock and I do a show together and it's great. TJ, we, like I, my 3 codes are good. They're good. Yeah. But I want them to, I, I know they can be even better. And that's what I'm, I'm getting concerned about. I want them to be better. Like, <laughs> Right. You know what I mean, right? And I, it, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to have any ever have. And an old friend of mine, Julian Cross, told me this back in New York. And this guy is fucking very successful, dude. And he used to be a comedian, but he, he just gave it up because he's literally like a CEO of a company now. Um, right, right. But he told me he's like never have anybody on your show that you are not interested in or think has a, like if somebody's on your show that doesn't have like any discernible talent, fucking get them out. Don't have them on. <laughs> have, have you only yeah. have people on that are, are good, you know? And I was like, you're right. You know what? Because I used to have friends come and sit in on shows, and you know, oh, it's fun. Come hang out, do the show, and they, you know, they just bomb. And it really yeah. it. It's actually doing a disservice to your listener because, yeah, as a host, like this is your your your, your passion is doing your show. My passion is doing this show. We want to be here. We know what yeah. we need to do to communicate to our listeners and be funny, like. But when your friend comes on, he just wants to drink beer and hang out, and it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a Friday night to him. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. going to go home yeah. tomorrow, and he's going to jerk off, and radio's never going to be in his future. You know what I mean? So, it's, yeah. but that's doing a disservice to the listener. You know, it is. It really it is. is.
1: And you know, you know, the other thing is, is um, you know, the, the people who I will have on, though, still are. are People who, you know, I feel comfortable, not even on a guest level anymore. They're going to be, you know, it's people that I feel comfortable, you know, I, I feel like it's not even an interview. It's not even a, a discussion. It's like talking to a friend. It's, it's even when when you come on. I mean, mm-hmm. we do two hours like that. We do an hour and a half like that. It mm-hmm. flies by, you know, and, and a lot of the people that I'm, that I'm still going to do the, the the show with, um you know, guys like Tommy Renone and Peter Farraza and, and Sean Cameron and Percy. These are all boxing uh, guys? These are all real boxing guys. Yeah. The, the first three are real boxers, and Percy Crawford runs FightHype.com, which is like the top boxing site out there. And mm. I feel like I'm on a, on a good level with all of them. Um I'm not saying I hang out with them. A lot of them don't. You know, Percy lives in, in uh, Louisiana, so I obviously don't hang out with him, but uh, these are uh, New Orleans. Uh, these are good people, and um, I'm very comfortable. With, it's like it's like you're talking to a friend when you have them on, and Rick. that's what I want to do. That's the only people I want to talk to. Um, I'm not saying I'm not going to make the the uh, exception once in a while. Like for instance, TJ, if his cousin wants to come on, of course I'm going to do that interview because yeah. that's someone I have an interest in. It's it, it's an interest on a personal level. Yeah, TJ but I'm not going to a... have on a two and boxer from New York who I know don't know who it is, and it's going to just be a boring interview. You... I've done that, and, uh, and that's over. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, you you want to, yeah, it, it's your, it's this is your baby, like, like the LR show is my baby, uh, your thing's your baby, you know, do what you want to do on yeah. it, you know, and people want to yeah. watch it, they watch it, if they don't, they don't. Uh, by yeah. the way, uh, Jeremy Bacon, hi Jeremy Bacon, thank you for joining us on the, on the program in the chat room. He says, yeah, Howard Stern is really doing horrible with all those guests he has. Yeah, but Howard's always been trying to be sucking Hollywood's cock for the longest time, and he, that's all he does. Yeah, that wants, was
1: his plan from the beginning, I think.
0: Right, but he, he and he's a great interviewer, and that's what he wants to yeah. do on his show. But uh, like he he's he wants to be that celebrity, have that celebrity guest on, and then get him with some sort of information or like right. it, you know what I mean. Like he he wants yeah. to have that gotcha moment. At least back in the right. day, he does now he does like in depth interviews with these people. It's, it's it's not you know that's not my that's what what lunatic radio is. Lunatic Radio is just fucking nonsense and laughter. That's what it should be, you know. Yeah, we're not getting yeah. in-depth conversation with fucking some schmuck, <laughs> the celebrity <laughs> schmuck. I don't care. I don't. Yeah. yeah. If I were to have and, this, and, if I were to have the guest that Howard Stern has on his show in here, I honestly would just sit him in the chair next to me and be like, "I'm going to do my show. Chime in when he wants." <laughs> be honest, that's how I do it. I don't care. Yeah, that's how you guys. Yeah, you know, I, you know, if it, if it is like Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm like, oh man, that yeah. uh, that fucking movie's out this weekend that you have. The Tarant- tell me a little about. That. You know, boom, and he says a little bit. I'm like, and then I go on to with the bagel boss shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not.
1: Um, little- yeah. Well, we could. What about if Mark Wahlberg's in the in studio Fuck with you? I Mark Wahlberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like if Mark Wahlberg's in the studio, he's gonna hit me with the chair. <laughs> I've been hammering Mark Wahlberg way too much. I feel like he's. You know, he, I I gotta know how tall he is. I that's yeah, the no. one thing I got because I the internet. It I don't know how tall Mark Wahlberg is. It's, some yeah. people say five ten, some say five six. I don't know. I have, I can't talk about my orbel anymore because I feel like people are going to think I'm obsessed with him and I literally <laughs> do not think about the guy uh yeah. when I'm off this show. I really don't. I really, yeah. don't. I really don't. By the way, you I know, got, it, I got to I got to uh, congratulate you because you are one podcast out there, one podcasting site out there that does do very well in the presentation of your t-shirts. You have the obviously you sell the team left Eb t shirts, but the no you,
1: no i I don't sell them. I only put them on hot girls. I don't make a dime off them. I actually spend too much money on them to for those for those issues right there. oh really is that true yeah, I don't sell them
0: oh i didn't I, I oh i thought I thought you did see i'm, I'm actually showing people pictures of the team left jib
1: <laughs> uh, well, right just, there that that's, I'm, um I'm bearing that's the, missy she's she's freaking good looking she's hot.
0: Which one, the blonde and or the, uh, I'm showing, yeah, the, let me describe to the people who are listening on podcast. Okay. I'm showing images of, uh, uh some of the models that Sam has modeling his team left jab shirt sure. and beyond. Yeah. Which one is, I, I, they're both pretty hot. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they both uh, are. Yeah.
1: I, 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 are these long Island girls? No, no. The blonde Can- girl is from Montana. Fuck, and yeah. this girl right here, the brown-haired girl, is from California. God yeah. damn, yeah. yeah, yeah, they look. So very, a, they look cal- yeah, go ahead. This girl right here—that's that's Missy. She's from California, and she's been with me for a little while now. Mm. Uh, she, she's really good, though. She she you know does the I mean, she does the pitches exactly as I need them done, and yeah, you know she, she's uh, she she's definitely high quality. She's a really cute girl. Um, the blonde girl is a new girl, though. Um, she, she's from Montana. I didn't really get all the pictures from her just yet, but um, you see how good looking she yeah, is. No, you know, she's so. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah.
0: That means she's impression. <laughs> she's from Montana. That girl's yeah. impressionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Meaning you, take, you bring her to the big city of New York. Yeah, you God. can. There's going to be something happening.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they haven't they haven't seen what life is. When you live in Montana, you have like it's kind of a sheltered existence. You know what I mean? Yeah. You come to yeah. New York, everything's like in your face. The stimulation alone, just what you see with your eyes, is too much for you to handle, especially from being from Montana. Now, Go ahead.
1: Now, Karen, you 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 took a nice hard look at the team left. Jab girls in the beginning, right? You looked at you know a lot of those. Yeah,
0: the previous ones, girls, the ones on your website. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would think, and this is just my opinion. I feel like these two that I have now are definitely the best ones yet.
0: G- you no, know, all, they're gorgeous. They they look yeah. like like when you when I when you sent me those pictures last night, I was like, "This motherfucker's killing the model game with his t-shirts." I don't even know if that's like <laughs> a game, but it's here are killing it. I mean, yeah. we used to have, we used to get like our listeners that were hot, and they would just like buy the t shirts they would, or we would send them the t-shirt or they would buy the t-shirt and they would cut it up and they would, you know, yeah. give us cleavage shots. And we used to have girls that used to write shit on their asses and boobs and yeah. that was always fun. <laughs> that was always fun shit. I gotta get that yeah. shit. I, gotta, I feel like I can't do that stuff anymore because I'm like older, but fuck no, it. No, you I kinda, can definitely do it. Yeah, I kind of still want to do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? If you're a hot chick out there and he, and you want to send me something with the lunatic radio logo on it or write it on your chest i will accept them dm me at lunatic radio on twitter or instagram i will take whatever from both just send me shit i want some fucking i want some listener nakedness send it in no dick pics please now i'll get a flood i'll get a flood of dick pics
1: yeah well i'm i'm going to I think my my personal gift to the Lunatic Radio show is going to be when I do the next shoots, which will probably be like around September October. Mm. Um, we got to figure out a way to get those two girls with Lunatic Radio shirts on. Fuck and yeah. it's, easy. it's easy. I can do that. One, two, three. So. Really? See, I don't yeah. do I see. I
0: don't know how to make a phone call. I feel like Miss is in there. Remember Vox? Yes, Miss Joe in the chair. Remember Vox? Yes, Vox was a redhead. From like the middle of nowhere, who had the greatest ass of all time, and she would just write like <laughs> lunatic radio on her ass and just send us pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I really, I need, I need to get some models. I need to. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I do have some old pictures. I should think I could bring them up and share them with the folks. I used to. Have, yeah. there, there was a, there were some porn stars that have like our bumper stickers on their titties, but that's about all I had. I think.
1: I remember seeing those. They're on the site still. I remember seeing those. Those, those are some good pictures. Those, yeah. those are classics, right there. Those was are like, classic. I was actually watching some porn the
0: other day, and one of those, the one, of, the, <laughs> one of the, the uh, Brittany or Whitney Stevens chicks popped up in the middle of it. I'm like, ah, I can't watch this anymore. Pass <laughs> <laughs> their time, right? Yeah, that's the thing with. That's the thing with when we used to have porn stars on the show. I swear to God, we like interview them or have them on the show and chat with them a little bit, and then it would just ruin the me watching them get fucked on porn. I couldn't watch them anymore. It was like a fucking thing. It was like Did a you, psychological thing. I couldn't watch them get banged anymore because I had a conversation with them. Yeah, you humanized them,
1: so <laughs> yeah, it kind of took away the
0: sexuality. Right, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Honestly, I couldn't... Yeah, it's fucking weird. <sighs> I I think
1: that's one of the reasons maybe why we stopped having porn stars on, because it was killing my after-show fun. It would probably be kind of easy to get them on now with social media and everything like that. I'm sure that they're all over Twitter and Facebook and, and Instagram and everything like that, and... You know, I'm sure that they're you know they're not really that exclusive to anybody. They'll probably come on come on a show like Lunatic Radio Show for sure. I would imagine, porn, but again, you I know, would, I
0: would imagine porn like, stars are all gonna always be readily available to do radio shows. I would imagine.
1: Yeah, 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 I definitely would think so. You know, one other thing I want to throw out there before I forget, um, mm. just going back to what we were talking about with with the radio shows and everything like that is. The other thing is, and this might sound petty, but, you know, it's something that, that should bother anybody. And, um, you know, when you have someone on and you do an interview with them and, you know, whether it's someone that has been around the sport a while or, or is fairly new, it's even worse when they're fairly new. And, you know, you, you give them, you know, the time and you do an interview with them and you put it up on your site and everything like that. I don't think there's anything more annoying than when they don't even, like, share the post or promote it in any way. Like, look at look at how, you know, when me and you do stuff, mm. you put our interview up there, you put it on the Instagram, right. you put it on, you know, you, you retweet it and stuff like that. Mm. That's, like, common courtesy. It's, it's like you just work together. You just cross-promote it together. Yeah, but I can what see that.
0: I mean, I can see that being something. Like, maybe they didn't think they did well on it, so they don't want to share it. But I get it, you know.
1: Might that's be what right. I mean by maybe it's just me being petty. Yeah. But how about when you see the same person promote some another thing that they did? Well, maybe which they is like they did on well a lesser scale. That's it, annoying to me, then.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It it it's all you know. I you know. I think that's you know that's fine. I don't think that's a big deal. Maybe it is be you being petty, Sam. <laughs> 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 I think it's you being petty. That's how I'm answering that one.
1: All right, I yeah. take it. All right, it's me being petty. Yeah, yeah. I can't be petty sometimes. I admit that. So when is this? What is this big change for Team Left Jeb coming? Right away, right away. Like I said, I sent out the um, the messages to a lot of the shows saying, hmm. you know, it's over. So play. Yeah. So yeah, pack your shit right, right away. Of you. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Pretty much right away.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, be honest with me. You, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna do a podcast, do it what the fuck you want, you know? Yeah. Do whatever you want. You know, like um, I had an email conversation years ago with the with the guy that was the at the time the head programming director at uh, Talk, uh, the Talk Radio. I forget what the fuck his title was, but he was the head of Talk uh, programming for Series XM. and he said that to me about this show. He's like, it's not a niche radio program. It's not like a radio program about cars or or building yeah. cars or boxing or he's like so I really got no place for you. It's got a, all the programming from here and into the future. Back in that day was going to be niche programming. It's going to be you know and I was like you know, I was like that sucks. I mean yeah. I would imagine people that do those types of shows are just like I don't want to fucking do another show about you know this aspect of this topic. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I hope well, personality-driven talk radio makes a comeback because you know that's what that's what radio
1: that's those radio programs are so much fun. to Listen, to. yeah, yeah, and you know what's funny? It's funny you say that though because it's like you could you know basically mine is a is a niche uh, radio show about <laughs> boxing, but you know I'm constantly looking to do other things but boxing. You know because it it gets boring after a while. It's right. so many times you can talk about it. Um, one of the reasons why I I even contacted you, obviously I was a fan to begin with, Mm. but you know, I, I, I want to do other things besides boxing. Uh, I, I wanted to do a little bit of, of comedy, you know, with someone like you. And Mm. I want to do a show talking about the Mets and the Yankees and, you know, John Corrigan who, who, um, who's been with me doing a little cross promotion with me for years now, Mm. he runs the wrestling estate, which is like the top wrestling, uh, website out there. And, and. Man, when we and him get on, it's like when me and you get on. It's like an hour and a half, like like goes like nothing, and it's just to me, it's just fun and it's it's good radio, and yeah. um, you know, people don't understand you you, could, you can't talk about the same topic I don't, all I, the time. I don't
0: know how fucking people do it. I honestly don't. Know. Like, ah, uh, you know, this week in fucking hairstyles, like what? <laughs> what I mean, like or, or like health. Like, there's a dude that, that works at the same company. He listens to, like, podcasts about health, I'm, like, yeah. health that's tips. And I'm like, dude, I, like, how the to, how to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, niche, Yeah, I could never do a niche show that's about one certain subject and just dive into that subject in a different way every week. I couldn't do it.
1: That would drive me crazy. What's the fun about that? It's not fun. I mean, it's fun to a point, but it gets boring after a while. Um, I had um, a good friend of the show, Percy Crawford, on yesterday with me. And mm. he runs, like I was saying before, he runs the uh, Fight Hype show, uh, site, boxing site. Yeah. And I noticed he was doing all kinds of different things. Like the last six months, he was doing uh, interviews with rappers and interviews with wrestlers and stuff. I asked him yesterday, I was like, Percy, I see you doing a lot of other stuff besides boxing. Well, yeah. I, I mean- said, and, and it's great stuff. And he said the same thing I said. Everything I said today he said he was like it just gets boring doing the same thing. Yeah. He has other interests, and, and you know what? He wants to do other things. I yeah. mean, I I think that's that's you know healthy actually. To be honest with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it,
0: it, it, yeah. I mean, and you can be creative with it. I mean, obviously, you find you find if you find like people that are you wouldn't suspect like a certain subject, and then have them on, and then they're you know, I can, I can be all sorts of creative with your niche programming, but. You know. Um. Yeah, I would imagine it does get boring after a while. I mean, it it, it run. It's it's got to run its course at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it sure has run its course with me because when I when I put that mic on, sometimes you know to do these interviews, not with the guys that I mentioned. Those are all the ones I like talking mm. to. But you know, some it's just like, man, this will be over in ten minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I've
0: had I've experienced that doing this radio show, and, and Rock and I. Have, <laughs> I have, uh, have uh, like, oh, fuck, we got that, you know, that, that porn star calling in. Here goes yeah. another fucking how long you've been in the You know, like, we try to do yeah. fun things with them, but there's, they're they're nervous because they're talking to, you know, they're doing a call-in, they're a young person, and, you know, they don't know what our, you know, if we're going to try to, like, you know, do a gotcha type of uh, interview. Right. So they're always very timid with us on the phone.
1: It never works. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to do. It, it definitely is. But yeah. all right, Karen. Um, yeah. I don't want to take up any more of your time. Uh, definitely, everybody who's listening, definitely listen to the shows that we do when Karen comes on Team Left Jab Radio too, because they are they are in my eyes, they're great. They're classics. Yeah.
0: Um, there's A, lot lot
1: talk, A lot of girl talk. A Who doesn't like that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and, uh, you do the plug for where people can find that, because I'll fuck it up.
1: Yeah, it's on. Just go to um, basically just Google Team Left Jab. If you Google Team Left Jab, it all comes up. Um, the the site itself is is Team le- is uh, Left Jab All dot com. Um, but again, if you Google Team Left Jab, it all comes up the blog talk radio, the, the site, the blog, um, pretty much everything. And there's hot girls on there too. So that's kind of bait right there. Not wrong with that. <laughs> all right, Sam. Thanks
0: for the call-in, man. We did like an we did like another radio show today. to Be honest with you, we did fifty minutes. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Right, Thank you, luck, Karen. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Later. Uh, bye. There goes Sam, everybody from Team Left Jab Uh Ooh. Left dot com, I believe, is the that is a URL and a half. He's got to shrink that down. It's almost a sentence. <laughs> uh yeah. Seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety if you want to call in. Uh I got this video. I saw this on the internet yesterday, and it was uh, unreal! It was a woman losing her shit. Uh, it's a woman on a plane. I guess the plane is about to take off. Like you know, everybody's sitting in their seats and putting on their seat belts, and the plane's gonna taxi out. The uh, you know the stewardesses are gonna do the fucking demonstration about the safety precautions of for you know in the case of a uh, water landing. So apparently, this guy has his laptop out and he's with his wife. Sitting next to his wife, and uh, I guess he's looking at women <laughs> on his laptop. And his wife loses her shit on him. And this 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 video that I'm going to play for you folks, and I'll, I'll bring it up so you can watch it with me uh, as a uh, on YouTube. Um, it's it's layered. It's layered with like like social. Non-social norms, I guess, is the way. I, I can't find the words to describe it. But, the, like, it drives me crazy when people are not courteous to their surroundings. Like, this woman loses, yes, she has every right to be mad at her husband for looking at other, like, uh, like women on the Internet. But she's also got to realize that she's on a packed plane with kids and other people who also have stresses in their lives, and they're just trying to get from point A to point B via this plane. And the plane is not that big, so the, the, um, the area she's in is very confined. And this woman, this woman loses her fucking mind. And I understand the mentality of a human being that doesn't realize or isn't courteous To folks that are around them. That's a fucking psychotic person in my mind. Alright, here's the, uh, here's this video. And it's fucking, it's hilarious and something to be broken down, um, for, uh, discussion. Here it is. There she is. This is pretty fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, you better believe it. i wear the fucking nuts nigga in front of public. You want to fucking try to look at other women? Obviously,
0: somebody's filming from a... From a seat, like a, two rows ahead, back. The woman's in the corner, buddy. She's in the exit row. I'll be honest with you, I would have just opened up that door and kicked the motherfucker out. Just do that. Obviously, that's probably a federal
2: fine. But goes, no, fuck you. You ain't gonna look at other women. And you ain't gonna tell me you're looking at other women. Listen, we have a little child right behind Yeah, I know. I fucking consoled the fucking child. But there's a little
0: boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I consoled the fucking t- child. That's unreal. Unreal. This is what happens when you when you get people that are not normally uh, in areas of, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put this without being sounding fucking racist.
2: Right I already know. I look, I'm not going to say nothing if you don't say nothing to try to cause a commotion, because he's a fucking problem. You want to fuck? How the hell has this
0: person gotten through life? This lady, be honest with you, I don't give a fuck what the guys did. The, the girl should get over it. Be honest with you. He looked, he looked at you know some photos on the internet. This is what she's claiming he did. She he looked at some pictures on the internet. Maybe he's cheating. So what? He's fucking banging some other chick. I'd be honest with you. If I was dating this broad, I'd be banging another girl too. Because she's a complete cunt. I can't imagine she... it, it, It amazes me that she got this far in life acting that way. How is she not getting punched in the face? How does she not have felonies? She probably does. I would imagine this woman has a roster of fucking shit credit... Uh, fucking felonies, misdemeanors, aggravated assaults. I, I guarantee you, I love breaking down people that are fucking psychotic. This lady's a psychotic. I mean, she's in, she's in like a, a four foot by four foot. I mean, there's people right next to her. And she's yelling at her fucking husband like this. How fucking inconsiderate is that? Makes me crazy. Honestly, I wanted to hit this lady. I <laughs> That kind of a person... She, she she's begging to get hit and what's like and she should probably should get hit because she deserves to get hit but if that guy hit her he's going to jail yet she can fucking i mean you'll you'll see it later in this video but she's acting erratic, like the that's a person that's out of control you know unreal can't touch a woman though but those women sometime women I swear to god you, uh, Patrice O'Neill said, you, you, you take it to the limit to where, to be honest with you, if, you know, you know, if someone did give you a pop and it was a male, uh, some people would be like, eh, you know what, you kind of deserve, <laughs> you know?
2: What? If I had him in my bed, I'm not ever gonna see you again. I swear to God, don't you ever come to my house, nigga. I'll call the police on you. Fuck you? Oh, really? You're going out of control. i not. Right now, you shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Okay. All right, Sarah. Sarah, come up
0: with us. Oh, they—they they started. People in the plane started groaning when uh, she hit him. It wasn't the various f bombs she's throwing out uh, in the n word in amongst of, uh, you know, children and babies and, and, you know, unreal. But when she hit him, it was a thing.
2: No. Oh, you going to come up? Yeah, i up, man. Get up. No. You're assaulting me, man. Oh, I'm assaulting here The
0: guy, the guy finally gets out of the row and then the girl starts chasing him with the laptop. And here's the sound of the guy running down the aisle of the plane, his... Large girlfriend who who was just yelling at him, chasing after him with his laptop, and you'll hear the sounds of what happens next.
2: I'm you? i you! Fuck you! No, 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 no. I'm gonna get my purse. Are you okay? Are you okay? Fuck you! You wanna say I'm assaulting you? Fuck you! Fuck you, Memo! Ma'am. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm going over there. You're going to be charged with assault.
0: Fine, whatever. Oh, yeah, Memo? Unreal, dude. That is fucking classic shit. That is some shit right there. That is some fucking shit. Wow. Some people are just insane. Ugh. They just don't care. Like, how do you... Like, when you're in... When that happened, you're having, like, I don't know. I, I think I'm just a different human being. Like, having an argument in a public place, like, you know, is odd. You know, every time, like, if I were with a girlfriend or something and, and she's mad at me or I'm mad at her, uh, I'm not, like, starting an argument in a public place and causing a scene. This person, this woman, just, you know, no fucking, no. No fucking thought of anybody around her. No thought of embarrassing herself. She's going to get arrested now because she just assaulted her boyfriend on a fucking plane with other people around who potentially could also charge her with assault because she did throw a laptop in a crowded area. And I'm sure it probably hit somebody else too because it bounced off the fuck his head. Just how do you, how does a person like that get through life? You know? And granted, I get it. Maybe this guy was being a complete asshole to her in in in, in, in their relationship. And she put, was putting up with it, and putting up with it, and oh, he's gonna get, you know, maybe it was one of those deals. And, you know, she just finally had it and snapped. And, you know, you know, she's been a good person, you know, just judging by her, her manner, her actions there in that video, hitting the guy, using the N word, dropping the fuck bomb in amongst that area in that in that environment. I don't think she's a good person. <laughs> I don't think she's that person that was, you know, done wrong. I think she's a pain in the ass and I think she deserves to get cheated on. And be honest with you, she's probably going to go to jail or have a fucking hefty ass fine. You know, that guy did everything of a rational human being, did not hit her, tried to avoid her, asked her to calm down. Nope. Tell you what, I don't know what it is, man. I'm glad I have a dick because I feel like if you, if you're a human being and you have a vagina, that vagina fucks you up mentally. At some point, you know, obviously, you know, the menstruation site, the, the once a month thing, you know, once a month, that fucking vagina just throws your whole body chemistry into a fucking tizzy and you get aggravated. I'm so glad I don't have a vagina and I just have a dick. The dick is the easiest thing to fucking take care of. It just hangs there. Occasionally you got to fucking, you know, clean it. That's it. You know? It puts you to bed every night because you can fucking play with it, and it goes and shoots a little fucking thing out of you know, a little orgasm. I'm so glad I don't have a vagina because I feel like the vagina it leads to shit like the video I just played. You know, you just go fucking haywire. The vagina makes people go haywire. If you had, it's attached to your body. Your body chemistry gets all fucked up. Thank God, there's like vaginas are a pain in the ass to have. Like, they are. They're great. They're great to fucking, you know, all men desire them. But, ah, I wouldn't want to have one attached to me. I just wouldn't. So glad I'm a man and I have a dick. I don't know. Unreal, that fucking lady. He lost her fucking mind. By the way, this is, uh, what you see in the uh, chat room is, uh, it was a story about a human chop shop in, uh, Locally, where I live here, Phoenix. This is kind of disturbing. Here's the uh, news from uh, Arizona, ABC 15. To 10,
2: it's been more than five years since ABC 15 first exposed a scandal involving a body donation business in Phoenix. A
0: place known as the Biological Resource Center and a place with one promise.
2: Connects those who wish to donate their body to science with medical. This is
0: totally going to make you rethink, by the way uh, fucking donating your body to science. You know, like I, I think I checked that off on my license. I think that's where you do that. Right. When you get your license, your driver's license, donate my body to fucking whatever. Uh, this is going to make you rethink fucking checking that mark or maybe you change it. I don't know if I want to donate my body to science. I just think I might get that motherfucker cremated and maybe fucking dumped on a fucking stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do that? I wonder if I could do that. Like get fucking cremated and then have my ashes dumped on like a hot chick. That'd be kind of neat. I'm going to try that out. All right, here we go. Back to the uh, story of uh, the human chop shop. FBI uh, shines light on human chop shop.
2: Research and education facilities.
0: Turns out the donation was
1: just the beginning.
2: The owner accused of selling bodies and body parts. A trial set to begin in just months. And tonight, new grisly details of what the FBI says really happened.
1: ABC 15's Nicole Valdez is live. And Nicole, this paints a
0: Frankenstein-like picture. I fucking hate the news. I always got to do those puns.
2: Yeah, it really does. Katie and Steve closed for years. This building off 24th street and university doesn't look like much, but according to new claims in these court documents, the biological resource center was essentially running a chop shop for human body parts, Fuck mixing, yeah. matching and selling them in ways we'd never heard of. Mixing until and matching
0: them like, like fucking socks in a laundry basket. <laughs> they were mixing and matching body parts. I read it in the New York Post today that uh, literally the FBI found a male torso with a woman's head sewn to it. They said they found a bucket of dicks. That's a punchline to me, but this was an actual thing they found in this facility. A bucket of dicks. Like, how many times over the years on this radio program have I said "The Rock, uh, I hope you slip or fall into a bucket of dicks? <laughs> Here, here, go back to the, uh, the the story.
2: Described as unsettling, but it sounds a whole lot worse. One FBI agent revealing what it was really like inside the Phoenix body donation facility. In 2014, he saw everything from buckets of heads, arms, and legs to coolers filled with severed penises when the FBI Fuck raided yeah, the building. Bro.
0: Confused and, and angry. No I thought shit. this was going to be doing some good.
2: He even spotted a smaller head sewn onto a larger torso in a quote frame.
0: That's like some fucking Beetlejuice shit. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetleju- how it? How great is? I mean, how great is this? Bounce, this is fucking fantastic because these are people that were like the guys, the people that are all working here. were just like some like you know, you know, your average fucking employee, your laborer at the ch- the human chop shop. And, you know, they would get bored when the boss would go home. So they would just take these body parts and they just sew them together for, like, in joke. Like, as a joke. <laughs> uh, uh, I, could, I just pictured two, like, you know, 21-year-old dudes who smoke pot. Uh, you know, kind of just, like, they drink beer on the weekends and they just play video games a lot. But they work at the Human Chop Chop facility. And, you know... Every night they're kind of doing the same routine, so the work, the you know, the, the the job's getting kind of boring. So they just start fucking around with the bodies, and they start, just, you know, they take fucking Tommy's head and they put it on Sarah's torso, and then they take like a vagina and they sew it onto to fucking Billy's body. <laughs> you know, just goofing around, making puppets, making human puppets. Ugh, this is fucking. It's kind of funny, be honest with you.
1: Uh, back to
2: Frankenstein Manor it wasn't a choice we made it wasn't a choice any of the families made body parts piled on top of each other inside biological resource center where families donated their loved ones for medical research
0: discoveries of uh, sickness and uh, disease maybe come up with a cure
2: some say the company violated everything they promised
0: tragedy that's never resolved And it just keeps going on and deeper and deeper.
2: The limbs, according to that agent, with no apparent identification. The company sued months after the FBI raided families claiming their loved ones weren't treated with dignity and respect, a promise written on their own consent forms. The company also accused of selling body parts for profit after saying they'd only use the parts they needed and would cremate the ones they didn't and return them. A torso with a head apparently went for twenty four hundred bucks.
0: Oh, there you go. That that is another reason. I think my fucking body is going to be priceless. Damn it! But but when you die, and you you go to one of you know you donate your body to science, you might end up in one of these types of facilities, and your body is being sold for twenty four hundred bucks. It's like a huge fucking car. Think about that. You're. You're devalued, you know, your body has brought you so much joy and and life is devalued into like a fucking, you know, 1994 Honda Accord. (laughs) Literally, your body's the same value as some fucking shit car that got caught in a hurricane flood, you know? Some dicks buying at auction for fucking fifteen hundred bucks. Oh man, this is this is great shit. Uh, all right, back to the fucking uh, the the story. ABC fifteen FBI shines light on human chop shop.
2: A leg about eleven hundred. They'd even sell knees and feet alone for under five hundred. Now, the owner How of the of her, biological resource center was already sentenced, but he was only given. Know what,
0: know what there would be a market for, say, like, say, like, like a famous person dies, right, and they donate their body to science, like, a, like a Marilyn Monroe, for example. I know she's dead and long gone, cremated, probably a skeleton at this point. Obviously, get it? Uh, yeah, clearly, she is. Um but imagine, like, somebody like that dies, donates their body to science, and it ends up in a facility like this chop shop, uh, and somebody wants to buy, like, a titty. Can you imagine, like, buying a Marilyn Monroe titty, how much that would cost? I would imagine. I would sell a thing for, like, 80 grand. 80 grand a tit. I would imagine her body would, would go for more than, um, you know, 2,400 bucks. Uh this shit is fucking crazy. I tell you what, we live in a fucking insane world. Insane.
2: In probation, he will be back in court in October, though, for several civil lawsuits filed by Arizona families. For now, we're live in Phoenix. Nicole Valdez, ABC 15, Arizona.
0: Uh- I feel like ever since I moved to, like, Arizona. Oh, sorry. I feel like ever since I moved to Arizona. And by the way, that's the bagel boss. Um, this shit has gotten crazy. Like, more crazy stories out there. I don't know. Well, there you go. There's two things. Uh, thank you to Sam for uh, calling into the radio program from Team Left Jim. Uh Yeah, those are two stories I found. Are good. Sorry that the uh, Friday night show didn't go off with TJ the Mayor as well as uh, we planned, but uh, you know I wanted to put out something for you folks. And um, yeah, keep it locked to the uh, Lunatic Radio Show. I'm gonna wrap this motherfucker up. I'm going to go drink some beer and think about how I can better this radio program. But that is hilarious. The human chop shop thing is hilarious. The woman hitting her fucking, I guess, accused of er, her husband who's apparently cheating. Or at least looking at naked girls on the internet. Hitting him over the head on a plane with a fucking laptop that he was using to walk, look at chicks with. is fucking hilarious. This world is hilarious and insane. And I love it. And with that, I'm going to end this radio program. All right, everybody. Follow us on the uh, social medias at Lunatic Radio. Thank you to everybody for listening in the chat room. Miss Joe, Jeremy Bacon. Thank you to folks who are listening on podcasts. And by the way, if you want to DM me at Lunatic Radio on Instagram, at Lunatic Radio on Twitter, um, the show at lunaticradio.com is our email address. You can There's ways to contact me. And get involved. If you wanna fucking send something to me? Let me know. If you wanna mail something? We're gonna work on the t shirt thing. Gotta get that fired. Because people have been asking, are there Lunatic Radio t shirts anymore? And I, the answer is no right now. But I wanna find somebody who creates a good shirt. Like, I'm all about the shirt. Like, it's gotta be thin, it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta look good. I want a good shirt. If anybody wants to do a t-shirt design for the Lunatic Radio Show, I'm all fucking ears. Because this thing sucks. I just showed the folks my uh, mic flag on the uh, YouTube. Alright, thank you everybody for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. Rock and I will be live on Sunday this week. There will be a Sunday podcast with Rock. And hopefully uh, we'll be back next week with uh, hopefully Chris Natalia TJ the mayor get back firing. I'm going to change the look up of this show a little bit. I'm going to It's going to be gradual, but it's Gonna start on Sunday. Alright, folks, thank you for checking out the lunaticradio.com show. I guess I get the final word. Peace, motherfuckers!